Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required. Just wanted to tell you that Corey was not available this week, so I brought in a very special guest. Let's just say they're family. We're going to talk about Super Bowl, talk about some of the matchups, talk about commercials, talk about our favorite Super Bowl snacks, and we'll also talk some baseball, some of the hot stove stuff that's come across over the last week or so. Just I wanted to ask and remind you to please like, share, and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts. Please give us a five-star rating so we can keep going with our momentum. And also give us a subscribe, listen to past episodes on all the major podcast portals such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can find fine podcasts, including this one. So thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoy this. This is No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Corey Mansfield and Ryan McCarthy. everyone and welcome to No Credentials Required. We are brought to you by Belly Up Sports and a, and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Uh, Corey couldn't make it tonight, so I brought in, I call it an audible. I, I, I made a call to the bullpen and I decided to bring in my nephew, Christian. Christian, how are we doing, bud? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm, yay. I'm, I'm surviving. I see, I know, uh, I hear, I know, give us a brief introduction to who you are, um, you know, do you have any podcasts out there or what, 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 who are you? <laughs> All right. Well, for those of you that don't know me, uh, my name is Christian. Uh, I'm a freshman at St. John Fisher college. I currently play football here. Um, I do have my own podcast with my good friends, Aiden. It's a, uh, it's called throwing smoke. We do like weekly baseball news, you know, free agent signings, uh, baseball trades, 
all that fun stuff. So yeah, you should definitely check that out if you're into baseball or if you're not still check it out. Cause we're pretty funny and we do like to talk a lot. So yeah, I didn't know you played football news to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, baseball didn't really work out here. It hurt my shoulder. So uh, we're going for football now. Ah, interesting. Who are you playing? Where, where are you trying out? This is news. Like I said, this is news to me. So, are you just doing? Flag, are you doing flag football? Are you doing intramurals? Or are you trying out for the? the, the no, team? I'm on the the football team here at Fisher. Oh, okay. What position? Uh, fullback. Fullback. Interesting. Yes, sir. All right. Good for you. Well, hopefully, once COVID gets out of the way, Uncle Ryan will come. Will uh, drive over to Rochester and hopefully see you in some games. So, Probably not, so not that good. But <laughs> hey, you know, ta- there's always taxi squad. You know, your you know, so walk-ons, true. walk-ons always, walk-ons always seem to find a way on their team. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna do some football tonight. Obviously, we're gonna do the Super Bowls on Sunday. Uh, I'm sorry, the big game. I don't want to because I don't want to get sued. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Christian, I know you're you're a big baseball buff, but you 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 dabble in a little football here and there. So yeah, here um, and there. Bucks and Bucks and Chiefs. Let's go over the game a little bit. Um, I know you did some research beforehand before the podcast. So, you know, mm-hmm. what what's your prediction? Who do you what things do you think is, could, could happen during the game? Honestly, I can see it being a very high scoring game. I mean, you have two great quarterbacks. I mean, people are already comparing Mahomes to Brady and he's been in the league for what, two or three years, maybe. He's been a starter for full time starter for three, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, it's you've got to be really good to be already compared to the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, there's no doubt that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time after he just played with a brand new team, first year playing, not even supposed to be that good, and he he's already brought them to a Super Bowl. So I mean, I you know it's going to be a high scoring game because you have those two quarterbacks playing, but I can see veteranship being on top here with Brady pulling out the win probably by like a touchdown or a field goal or something but I can definitely see the Bucks winning over the Chiefs maybe an unpopular opinion but I can definitely see that we'll see at the beginning of the year uh, I had a, I did a show on my uh, other my live stream show called a round for the weekend check it out most Fridays uh, on on Periscope YouTube and Facebook but anywho I had the Chiefs winning the whole shebang and bang at the beginning of the season. I'm, I'm sticking mm-hmm. that to I'm sticking to that prediction. Uh, I okay. just think there's some things that are you know, uh, there's some things that are special with the Chiefs. You know, they're they're a high efficiency offense. I mean, we saw in the in the game against Buffalo, uh, they made the early mistakes that got them out of the way, and all of a sudden they just went into cruise control and never looked back. I mean, yeah, it, was, they were down nine nothing. Yeah, they were down nine nothing. They scored twenty one unanswered points in the next three possessions, and yeah, it just they just they're just they're one of the fat. They're probably arguably the fastest team in the NFL. It's crazy that there's it's crazy what their speed is. So, yeah. you know, um, I picked the Chiefs to win, but you know, there's gonna be and there's that discussion, that narrative, of uh, and that's the one thing you'll learn as a broadcasting major, Christian, mm-hmm. is that there's this things as narrative. Narrative is basically the story behind the story or the ahead of the story. So the big story, uh, and you alluded to it earlier, is Brady versus Mahomes. Now, Tom Brady and I, I don't know if you knew this, we are actually born the same month in the same year. 
He's actually mm-hmm. older than me by 17 days. So when Brittany was in high school, when he graduated from high school, which we both graduated the same around the same time, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Mahomes wasn't even born yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is the crazy boy. part. Yeah, it's oh, sorry. it's insane. Yeah, so you got the the quarterback from one generation, which is I'm I'm we're kind of in between the Gen X and the Millennials, and you got mm-hmm. you know basically your generation, which is the Gen Z or post Millennials. So yeah, you know, I mean, uh, between both quarterbacks, Christian, how many touchdowns do you think you'll see? I'm guessing for both of these teams to be. No, I'm not talking about the teams overall. I'm talking about both between both quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm just saying. How many? How many many altogether do you think? Well, they'll they'll Hmm. throw for. I'm guessing the scores will be in the 30s to 40s. So I'm guessing probably four to five touchdowns from each quarterback. Wow. Maybe it might be a little less for the Chiefs because they have more of a. You know, they have more of a weapon in the running back position with Edward Solaire. Yep. Yep. But I think that Brady could probably throw four or five touchdowns on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I mean, he threw four touchdowns in the championship game uh, to mm-hmm. go with the three. Let's also go with the three interceptions he threw, too. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to air it out a lot. And I, I think the big difference will be the running games for both teams. Now, if, if, yeah. If the Buccaneers can get their run game going early, mm-hmm. you know they could surprise a lot of people. But you know, I mean, the Chiefs have a really solid run game too. But what they also like to do, like to go do those uh, do those screen patterns or do those inside patterns to Tyreek Hill, the cheetah, and then Tyreek Hill takes care of the rest. And it, yeah, they had that one play when I was watching the Bills game where they literally showed the play that they ran like three times the week prior to that. Yep. It was on like fourth down or something. They ran that exact play and got the first down. I was like, are you kidding me? They ran it yeah. three times last week. You didn't yeah. study it? I'm sure they did, but it's just the way they yeah, execute. It's just probably so hard so, to stop. It's so hard to stop. It's so hard to stop. And, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a better, it's going to be a very entertaining game. It's not going to be like the Pats and the, the Patriots and the Rams back four, three, four years ago when it was 13 to three. And nobody scored a touchdown until the fourth quarter. Yeah. But this is going to be a very – if you like offense, you're going to want to watch this game. <laughs> I'm hoping sure. it's like the uh, the Seattle Patriots game a uh, few years back where it came or down the, to the wire with the interception at the goal line. Yep. You know, or, like, the, uh, or, the, or the Patriots and Eagles too. That was the high score. That was one of the highest scoring games ever. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, but – but I got the Chiefs. Christian's got the Bucks. You know, the right now the point spread, I believe it's a three, it's a three and point. a half. We just looked at it in my class. Three earlier. and a half. Okay. What they're teaching you gambling at school? <laughs> well, I am taking a sports wagering class, so yes, technically. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I gotta get me. I gotta get me in that in that, in that class. <laughs> so, so speaking of speaking of sports or wagering. Uh, we're going to talk about some. I'm going to introduce you to now. Have they introduced? Has your class inter- be introduced? I mean, you've only been there a couple of days, mm-hmm. but have has your professor talked about prop bets? Probably. Um, okay. Actually, I don't know. 
because we just did our first lesson today and basically just like skimmed over the surface like definitions and stuff so i don't know if we've done that stuff yet okay do you know what a prop bet is um probably i just don't probably go by prop bet i probably go by something like some slang so okay so basically what a prop bet is is that it's because you have the point now this is uncle this is Uncle Ryan. is an Uncle Ryan moment. It's a special moment. It's being recorded for all the internet to hear. <laughs> oh my! Um, oh, I don't care. Um, so basically, what it is is that you have the point spread, which is three and a half. That's basically the wager that people can make. So yeah. there are other prop bets during the other things called prop bets during the game. So what it is is that you have. During the game. So basically, who wins the coin toss? Who scores oh, the first yeah. touchdown? All these. We did go over. Who's going to throw the first touchdown? Is it going to yeah. be Brady or is it going to be Mahomes? Is it going to be. It's. it's Yeah. It's, I mean, like, it's interesting. But you can bet on like everything. It's like who's going to. Who's the first owner that's going to show up on TV or like how long is the national anthem going to last or something like that? Yep. Yeah. We talked about yep. that. Today. So those are, those are prop bets. Those are interesting things. So. So. I'm just trying to see, checking it out to see who has like the weirdest prop bets in the Super Bowl. It's, I mean, some of these are just really entertaining. Like, who, let's see, yeah, coin toss. Uh, what will first be said, COVID, COVID or pandemic? Uh, the color, there's, there's a prop bet on the color of liquid poured on the winning coach. Oh, yeah, the right? Gatorade dump. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, orange is in the lead. Right now, plus one twenty-five. Okay. Um, how many times will Bill Belichick be mentioned? <laughs> how many commercials? How many Super Bowl commercials will have a dog in it? Coach to have nostrils seen during the game because the coach has got to wear masks. Oh yeah. Uh, how many times Giselle Bundenshin will be shown? Because she'll probably be in the one, the one, the one of the boxes. Oh um, yeah. Primary color of Patrick Mahomes' headband. I'm guessing. Uh, well, white is uh, plus 600 right now. I have no idea what that means, but I'm just letting you know. <laughs> it's a prop bet. Uh, prop bets for first touchdown score for the Chiefs, first touchdown score for the Bucks. Tom Brady's longest completion, uh, Mahomes' last, longest completion, Tyreek Hill's longest reception, player to make first reception, player to make an interception. So, yeah, prop bets are fun ways to either – win or lose money <laughs> mm-hmm. but you got i gotta see if i gotta see if uncle ryan can get himself some uh get himself in that sports wagering class <laughs> <laughs> i'll send you my notes or something awesome awesome all right so we're gonna move on from the game and we're gonna go into some some pretty fun things in regards to pop culture that's super bowl commercials and super bowl commercials they're the other memorable memorable part of the football game. So for since I can recall, the first really big Super Bowl commercial was Apple. Apple's 1984 commercial back in appropriately 1984. But Christian, what are some of the most what are the, what are some of the more memorable Super Bowl commercials that you remember? Because hmm. you know, you're, you're a lot younger than I am. So I'm pretty, but I'm pretty sure you have some commercials that stick out in your mind. I think the one, there's two that came to mind, like two brands that came to mind. Um, so there's Budweiser, of course, they usually Doritos. There. Yep, yep, yep. So 
one of my favorite Doritos commercials is when they made a time machine. I think it was a Doritos commercial. Yep. Um, yep. And they made a time machine out of a cardboard box. And um, this little girl kept, like, shaking the box when, like, her neighbor or her dad was in there or something. Yeah, and that the little girl would, like, shake the box and make lights flash and stuff inside the box. And then, like, an old, like, mean neighbor came out. <laughs> and um, she took the girl's place. And when the the neighbor or the dad took the box off, he thought that the daughter was the old lady, but, like, 80 years from now. And I thought that was really <laughs> funny because he was, like, eating Doritos and stuff. When he just like looked up and he saw like the old lady there, and I thought that you're was pretty so, funny. You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that's a good one. No, what, what oh, was a Budweiser? What Buzz, what Budweiser, Budweiser commercial? Do you remember? Um, which is funny, which is weird like, because you can't drink yet. <laughs> yeah, or legally anyway. Of course, of course not. Why would I drink? It's illegal. But uh, yeah, the. The most iconic one probably for me is the frogs when they go blood wiser. I I just I just that's like the first one that came to mind for me when it came to Super Bowl commercials. So those are my two iconic ones. I don't know about you, but oh, I've got I've got a list. (laughs) (laughs) So the the one I remember the most, and and whatever your dad calls me, or I call your dad, or I call your mom about something. Mm-hmm. We we always go, the, the whoever we pick the phone, we just go. What's up? Oh What's up? <laughs> we got that. We did that from that commercial, that Budweiser commercial, <laughs> in one of the worst Super Bowls ever played. The most memorable thing that come out of that game is that commercial. The What's up? Uh, yeah, that's that's like one of the most iconic commercials ever. Oh, it's such a great commercial! Such a great commercial. Um, let me think. The talking, ba- the e trade talking babies. Oh, what was that one? That was e trade. Um, I, like I remember it. Hang on, let me see if I can a, a t- talking it. baby. Um, some comedian was uh, was a voiceover, and they had Ooh, yep. basically it was, it was yep. one of the first commercials that used the uh, that used the um, that used CGI to move the lips yeah. of the baby. Yeah, I the baby was making that. trades. Um, the kid with the Volk the Volkswagen commercial, like Darth Vader kid. Yep. Yep. Where you like force the car to turn on. Yep. Yep. That was, was like, oh my God, it happened. Yep. And he like freaked out. <laughs> yep. Uh, that was a really funny one. I like that one. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jason Momoa last year for Rocket Mortgage when he's taking off his his arms. Oh, yep. When he, he turns into like, skinny. Uh, yeah, like his arms. Yep. Yeah, he takes off his hair, takes off his, his literally takes off his chest. <laughs> when I'm at home, I can be myself. I can be myself, which is a complete nerd. And <laughs> and then well, one of the other more memorable commercials, because I was a teenager when this commercial came out, mm. uh, Cindy Crawford, the Pepsi commercial, uh, of course, because it's, you know, Cindy Crawford. And, you know, when you're a teenage boy, you know, certain feelings come to mind. Uh, oh, yeah. When the one where watching... she was standing at the vending machine or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see other other classic commercials. The "Hey Kid, Catch Coca Cola" ad from way back in 1979 with Mean with Joe Green. Green. Yep, yep. 1984 Apple. Uh, let me see here. Where's the beef? Wendy's. Where's the beef? Oh, yep. 
and uh, I like to buy the like to buy the world of Coke, which is back in 1971 before any of us were ever born. <laughs> um, oh, the showdown McDonald's between Larry Bird, oh, Michael and Jordan, Michael nothing Jordan. but net, nothing yep. but net, nothing but net. That's and last year's and one of the best commercials from last year, the Hyundai commercial with uh, was it Jim with John Krasinski and Chris Evans, Rachel Dratch, and Big mm-hmm. Poppy, the Smack Cat. Yep, from Hyundai was a smack car that backs up. Yeah, but that's one of the fun commercials I like. I like that commercial. All right, so we're gonna move on from commercials and go to our Super Bowl snacks power rankings. Now, Super Bowl is one of the it's one of those one of those games, one of those times of years where snacks are consumed. They're copiously consumed. So let me just look up real quick the. Super Bowl snacks. I've already got my number one. (laughs) (laughs) Most popular. What are the most popular Super Bowl snacks? So, Christian, what what are some of the most popular Super Bowl party foods ever, or year on an annual basis? Can you take, take take some guesses? Well. I would say buffalo wings. Uh, let's think. Yeah, buffalo wings are actually number one. They're most consumed. Hey, those, are, those are my number one. I know that. You know I'm a big spice guy. So of course. number two is buffalo chicken dip. That's a good one. Are you looking at the same list that I am? I'm not. I don't even have a list up. But this is just You're just giving a list your own list. Okay. Yeah, but actually that's the number that's the number two most popular oh, Super Bowl party food. Um, three, uh, I'd probably go chips and salsa or something. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonics Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at FindRealRelief.com. That's FindRealRelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to FindRealRelief.com. Okay. Uh, chips and not, uh, nachos is number nine. They're the most popular. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. They're, num- they're number um, so nachos, chips and salsa. I kind of, kind of align them in the same way. So they're, they're number nine on this list. Um, uh, I'd probably go like pizza maybe. Okay. Pizza is actually number four on this list. Yep. And then, I don't know, maybe like, that's usually what I eat on Super Bowl night. But uh, maybe like some desserts, like cake or brownies or something. Yep, desserts number fourteen on the list. So, so that's your top five. So your top five are chicken wings, buffalo chicken dip, chips and salsa, or chips and dip, mm-hmm. uh, pizza, 
pizza and, and like, dessert, cards, like, like desserts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that what we're going to be having for uh, in your dorm on Super Bowl Sunday? <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. You're, you're going to order all those things and have them delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you tip well. All right. Oh, so yeah. my top five, I'm going to count down from five. So number five, uh, dessert, you know, chocolate chip cookies, brownies. Yep. Those are, you know, I mean, chocolate chip cookies, homemade chocolate chip cookies in the first place are, are like my weakness. So if yeah, you make a good chocolate chip five. cookie, yeah, if you make, if you make a good chocolate chip cookie, um, I'm your friend for life. <laughs> yeah, that's a good number five because, you know, like you can't eat a ton of desserts. Like, I mean, no. you can, but like that's not going to be like your Those, first choice. You're going to go with some it's salty your, stuff it's, first. It, it's definitely a, – it's a fourth quarter dessert. It's a fourth quarter oh, yeah. food for yeah. sure. Like you need something quick in the fourth quarter to keep your sugar energy going – Exactly. Know, that's definitely that's definitely uh, uh, one of those final foods. So number four, pigs in a blanket. Oh, I forgot about those. I'd probably take oh. those instead of chips and salsa. Smokies, smokies, and a little smokies and a and a crescent rolls. Oh, oh so, good. so good. You know what? You know what, grandma? Your grandma used to do mm. when we were kids. She used to make like the full hot dogs, like for dinner. She used to make the, like the, give us. She used to get the full hot dogs in the package, mm-hmm. roll those up in crescent rolls, like like the jumbo pigs in a blanket. That sounds so good. See, when you come back from when you come back from school, oh yeah, get to ask grandma to make that was one night. Oh, <laughs> All right, so number three, I've got chili. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm gonna I'm you know. I know, I know your mom's a good cook. Yeah, she makes good chili, but I, my chili's, my chili's up there. Honestly, I think I like your chili better. Oh, <laughs> like I'm not gonna. I think lie. your mom doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When you like a few years ago was like the the defining moment when I knew, like this chili is so good. It was when you brought it to um, when I, when we were helping grandma at the. Uh, Half Moon, uh, what's it called? Half yeah, moon the, the Christmas, the Christmas. Oh, sorry, yep. holiday party. <laughs> yeah, when you, yeah, when you brought the chili there, there was like some yep. extra ones. I was selling chili. I, yep, and I took some and I put some hot sauce in it. And oh my goodness, it was so good. Ah, uh, that that I means a lot. It. I mean, it actually, means a lot. <laughs> I loved it. But yeah, chili is number three on my list. Uh, number two, pizza. You know, pizza's a yeah. pizza is a you know a classic Super Bowl food. You know, uh, I know we usually go to uh, Kevin and Rebecca's. Mm-hmm. Mom, uh, Grandma makes the homemade pizza. She makes yeah. homemade pizza. So does Kevin. And number one, wait, chicken, obviously chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Chicken wings are they're my jam. I love chicken oh, wings. Yeah. Oh, flats or drums, Christian? Drums, hundred percent. Interesting. Interesting. I'd like to get it done and over with. I, I don't want to like pick my way through it. Like I'd like to eat more instead of just well, like, do you, do you know the proper way to eat a, a flat? Yes, but it gets a little messy. It does, but it's, you know, once you get the hang of it, it's, they're easy to eat that way. But I, I also prefer the drumsticks. Yeah, there was, I think I found like a way a faster way to eat the drumsticks, but I didn't like it that much. It seemed like hard. <laughs> it's like you just stick it in like bone. You like push your fingers down through it. Or no, that, was that the flats? Huh. That's I think that's flats. That's probably the flats. 
You're thinking about the flats. Yeah, you like take your fingers and you like dig them in, and then you like push it down a little bit, so it's like an umbrella. Yeah. Like you can like just like suck it off, basically. Well, I just do the twist and snap method because it just breaks the bone in two, and then you just eat the one. Because most of the meat starts uh, just goes on the one part of the bone, mm-hmm. and then you just eat it. Yeah, I got you. All right, so Super Bowl Sunday. Coming up on Sunday, watch it, eat food, be merry, win some money if you want. So we're going to move on to Christian's expertise, which is Major League Baseball. Uh, we've had some some uh, hot stove items come across over the past couple of days. Uh, the big one, the big item is Nolan Arenado being traded from Colorado to St. Louis. Now, Christian, was that a big – was that kind of a surprising team that – Arenado went to for you? Um, here's the thing. So last year, I saw something on a Dominican source saying that Nolan Arenado was going to go to the Cardinals within the next couple of years. So okay. I kind of stored that in the back of my mind. I was like, all right, it's Dominican. I'm not really going to like think of it too highly because like, it's not really a trusted source. Like My trusted sources are like Ken Rosenthal or Jeff Passan or, or something like that. Like the major league reporters. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just stored that in the back of my mind. I was like, all right, it's probably not going to happen, but you know, if it does, I'll be prepared. And I got news the other day. I was like, I was looking through my phone. I was looking on Instagram and a tweet came in from Ken Rosenthal said, right. No one I know was traded to the, from the Rockies to the Cardinals. I was like, Oh my, they were right. Hmm. A year in advance. And I was like, why would the Rockies – I don't know why the Rockies would do that. He's literally like their version of Mike Trout. Like mm-hmm. he, the, him and Trevor Story are the face of that franchise at the moment. Like, right. There's no way around that. Like it's not even up for debate. Like those two guys have literally been carrying their franchise for the past two or three years. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't understand why they traded him away. So, I definitely think that the Cardinals are now a, um, I don't want to say top five, but definitely close top five to be a contender for the World Series this year. Okay. Now, there were a number of teams in the running for Arenado before he got traded. The Cardinals were one of them. The Braves were another one. Um, I can't remember who was the third. I want to say it was the the Mets, but I think they're done with – I think they're done – making moves for the moment. But yeah. is was this more of a of a personnel move for the Cardinals or was this more of a because I know I know Arenado signed a big contract last year mm-hmm. with the Rockies, but was this more of a cost cutting move for the Rockies or was this a personnel move for the Cardinals? Honestly I can see it going either way. Mm-hmm. Because the Rockies definitely needed some cap room. Cause I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to maybe clear up some of that cap room to maybe like sign some, I mean, like, sign probably more free agents, not necessarily better than Nolan Arnato, because there's not really, you're not really going to get much better than Nolan Arnato. Like, all those guys are, like, signed to high, super high contracts to different teams. But I think they're thinking, okay, let's try to sign some guys that are, like, somewhat decent, pretty good, so maybe we can build up a good enough team to maybe go out and win a championship. 
but I can also see it from the Cardinals' perspective, where they're like, okay, we have a good lineup, so why not go out and get this guy who can make our lineup so much better and just, like, maybe we can win a championship within maybe one or two years. So mm-hmm. I can definitely see it going either way. Whichever way you want, it'll probably be good enough. Okay. All right. Now, the Yankees, our Yankees, our New York Yankees, have made some interesting moves over the past week or so. Uh, they traded for Pittsburgh's Jamison, is it pronounced Talon or Tyon? Okay. Jamison Tyon, yep. Jamison Tyon. And a couple of days later, uh, before that, they signed Corey Kluber to a one-year mm-hmm. uh, deal, former Cy Young winner. Uh, and then some rather surprising moves news coming a few days later and that Masahiro Tanaka, who's been with the team for seven years, decided to go back to Japan. Mm. Now, do you think that move was made because he want he just he wanted to go back to Japan, spend his I guess his I guess you could say he's in the twilight of his career. Uh, do you think he wanted to spend the twilight of his career back in Japan where he where he where he starred? Or was this a move was this based off of the move that the Yankees made for Tyone? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Um, I don't know. I could definitely, I definitely figured that Tanaka would return to Japan this year. I don't, I don't think I saw him in our lineup after this season because partly because he's getting older and he's definitely past the peak of his career. So I just don't see him being that one, two or three starter that he, that I know he wanted to be and that he's been for the past like six or seven years for the Yankees. So I I just think that it's probably both. Like the Yankees didn't need him anymore, and he also probably wanted to go back to Japan. But I know, I know he said on one of his Instagram posts that he's like, he said this like after the Yankees lost in the ALS, ALDS this past year. He said, um, "Thank you, like thank you, New York, for everything you've done. Like always be a Yankee at heart, or something like that." Something along those lines, but I, after he posted that, I kind of figured he wasn't going to come back for this season. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, it's, I mean, he's only thirty-two, so yeah, you know, he's pitched a lot of innings in New York. He, he's done a pretty solid job. I, mean, I know he's been kind of inconsistent over the last couple seasons. Uh, had a three-five-six ERA last year, four-four-five in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I a feeling that they're going to move on from him. Eventually, I just I just didn't think it was it would be this soon. Yeah, I kind of figured it was going to be this either this year or next year. Even like once the season started, I thought that it was either going to be this year or next year because even the season before this one, uh, twenty the twenty nineteen season, he didn't have his best year. No. Like I can kind of see him, like not necessarily like just dropping off completely, but just slowly progressively getting a little bit worse every year 
And like mm-hmm. he's not being as dominant as he was when he was in his prime. And like there's this there's this crazy stat line that when he was when he was pitching in Japan in twenty thirteen or it might have been twenty eleven. It was one of those two. But he had like a he had a zero point zero zero ERA. Um he allowed like two runs the entire year, but they were they weren't earned runs, and he went like twenty four and zero that whole year in Japan. Jeez. So yeah, he was pretty dominant. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he definitely went downhill from there, but he didn't like drop off completely. I'd say he had a yeah. career with New York. Yeah, I mean the Yankees are going to have a pretty stacked bolt not bullpen, but starting rotation in the first place. They've got. They've got Garrett Cole. They got Tyone. They've got Jordan Montgomery, uh, Kluber for basically a flyer for a year. Yeah, eleven mil. So they're they're starting five, starting five, starting four. It's pretty solid. Their bullpen is going to be is going to be just as just as good. Yeah. Um, you just got to make sure that Chapman closes out. You know, you know, Chapman closes out games. Of, you know, efficiently. I mean, mm-hmm. the last couple couple seasons. Hasn't out, hasn't ended well. <laughs> for, yeah, for Wallace well, Chapman. The only thing I'm really a little bit nervous about is the fact that there's two things. One being that Corey Kluber only started one game last year, mm-hmm. so that's the only thing that kind of like makes me a little eh about signing Corey Kluber to a one year, eleven million dollar deal because like it's it's cheap. It's a, it's a it's a cheap deal. Yes, but he could also get hurt, and then just, like, everything's gone. But that's the only thing I'm nervous about with him. But the other thing I'm nervous about is Tyone coming back from cancer. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Nobody really knows how good he's going to be because we've never really, like, seen him at his full potential. Like, when he he first came into the league, he, he got cancer and had to go out. And then when he came back, like, he was still good, but he wasn't, like, dominant. So I don't know if, like, he could, like, regain his strength over the past couple of years. But, um, uh, yeah, just it just kind of, I don't know, I, I can definitely feel it in my gut that, like, something's going to go wrong this year for, like, one yeah. of the starting pitchers. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. It's you know, this is why I go to you <laughs> about these things, <laughs> but but uh, but no, you know, I mean, do you, and also one more thing, I I got I got to ask you this because right now the league and the union are kind of at odds again with the yes. whole with the whole season going on now. Now, with the owners, I think I was was it the was it the owners who wanted 154 games this year at full um, at full salary, or was I it uh, think- the union who proposed it? I think the union rejected it. I think it was proposed by Manfred and um, the owners. But um, it was like they proposed something like 154 games with an extended playoffs and full salary, which I wouldn't mind that. Like, that's actually pretty good. I would enjoy watching that. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a shortened season either. Eight I did games. like the extended playoffs. The extended playoffs this past year were really cool. Like the three-game oh, wild card, 
I, I think I think they're going to go back to going back to regular, uh, I, I regular also format. Think and no universal DH either. Yeah, I'm angry about that one. I'm not happy. I don't know why they would do that. Like, they're trying to expand our audience, but yet we're gonna in the National League we're gonna let pitchers bunt for a base hit. Like, that's just so exciting to watch. We're not gonna let these dudes that hit for a living come up and hit a bomb or something. Like, that's not gonna attract pitchers. Bunting is not going to attract like that younger age that we need to get because that's what Unless... we're losing now. Unless you're in the Korean baseball organization, bunting is the sensation. <laughs> they have a whole bunt competition in the. They the do. It's maddening. It's maddening, maddeningly addictive to watch. <laughs> yeah, like it's so stupid, but like yet, yeah, I want to watch it. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap things up for this episode of No Credentials Required. Uh, this is a, a, a fun time to hang out with my nephew for about a good half an hour or so, uh, but we're going to wrap things up. Uh, follow No Credentials Required on our socials. We're at we're on Twitter at BellyUpNCR. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. Uh, go to our go to our our podcast page on bellyupsports.com. Uh, we're a growing network. We were, we're going to add more podcasts uh, over the next, next year. And one of our newest podcasts is called the garage beers podcast. And the garage beers podcast is your weekly getaway with your friends for sports, beers, and life in general. So stop by in the garage, crack open a beer with Michael Keefe, Chad Meyer, and Joey Whalen every week. Now, Christian, uh, I know you're not big on the social media, but where can we find the Throw and Smoke podcast? Uh, you can find Throw and Smoke on mostly Spotify. That's where we mostly plug our stuff. But uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, uh, Overcast. I think we might be on a couple other things. Yes, we're available on Anchor. We're available on Breaker, Google Podcast, uh, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. So uh, you can look us up on any of those. It's You'll see it's by uh, Christian McCarthy and Aiden Shepard. That's where those are our two names that will usually come up as. So if y'all want to listen to that, go check it out. Yep, yep. All right. Any Anything else to add, Christian, before, before we sign off? You're the last word. I don't think so. I think we're, we basically touched on everything. Okay. All right. Well, thanks again for joining me, buddy. Uh, we'll hopefully we'll hopefully we'll bring you back in another point. You know, if, if my regular co-host can't make it, but in the meantime, folks, thank you for joining us. Uh, please rate, subscribe. You know, please rate. You know, please rate, subscribe, like us, share. You know, we're we're entertain. I hope we're we entertain a po- we're entertaining podcast that we can uh, mm-hmm. have you listen every week. But in the meantime, thanks for joining us, and until next time, we'll save you a seat in the media booth. Intro and outro music is On The Verge by Joseph McDade. Check out his music and support him on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Thank you for listening to No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. For more articles and podcasts, visit bellyupsports.com. Hey, 
Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.